0: This is 161st Street, Yankee
1: Day. Welcome back to another episode of the Four Train Savages podcast. It is episode number 74. For all the Yankee fans listening, it is now a Labor Talk time. It's going to be a while until we have some some MLB news, some MLB uh anything, MLB news, trades, signings, everything. Is it's going to be a while till we get some of that because there is now an official lockout and like like we kind of mentioned in the last podcast, uh, a lot of moves happened right before that lockout of, as of last night at uh 12 a.m., I believe, at midnight. So Tyler, how we doing? How you feeling after a lack of moves made by the Yankees? But a lot of it it was like a kind of NBA style for Major League Baseball here. And honestly, I thought it was very good for them because it kind of drew a little bit more attention. And then now it it goes from immediately being positive in baseball to negative to negative.
0: Yeah. So how you doing, Rob? I'm doing all right. Um, you know, happy to be back on the pod. Uh, Last couple. I don't know, not a couple weeks, maybe last seven what, 7 to 10 days or so. It's been exciting. Um I think, you know, the longer it went on, the more we realized that the Yankees probably weren't going to make any moves mm-hmm. unfortunately. And yeah, obviously, do I wish we were on this pod right now talking about the three cool acquisitions the Yankees got I'm like, "Hey, Marte's going to thrive in this role X Y and Z. Like we dreamt up, you know, the perfect lineup." Um about two three weeks ago here on this pod um you know some of those guys uh have moved they've been acquired by other teams. most of them
1: to be honest i mean yeah. unless we're talking trades we'll kind of run through the unrestricted free agents as of there, as there of now but i still I'll,
0: an avenue to go that it's like the people that are crying right now i get it like it sucks dude we're not gonna get anything positive for the next 60 days probably at a minimum um, but there is still things that can be celebrated potentially. You know, story still on the market, Correa's still on the market. Oh, and also I think you know we noted this last pod too. Olson potentially Brian Reynolds, who knows? Um, there's a lot of people available in the trade market. So, so not happening. So as of
1: now, what is your confidence level that they will actually do that?
0: Yeah, d- dude, I have. No idea. Um, you know, see, especially <laughs> seeing Chris Taylor's contract and thinking that like, that even pissed hell, me off. Four years, how sixty mil. How the mil? hell are you not paying him fifteen yeah, million dollars? Because you could put him a, anywhere. Anywhere he plays, literally seven positions, dude. Like catcher it, and pitcher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he plays the whole infield. I don't know if he plays first, but I, I'm he sure could. the dude. I'm, I'm sure, sure the capable. dude could play anywhere. Um, that one. That was one of the only signing. Like Marte was a big bummer for me because, like, I don't know. We got on this pod, and I was like, Hey, I really want Starling Marte. But like, you know, hey, if they evaluated it and they were like, Hey, we don't want to sign this 32 year old, you know, center fielder yeah. to a, a four year contract, like I get. It. I'm like, All right, all right, I can live with that. But. You know, I'm just—I'm a little jealous, Rob. I guess the only thing that can make me feel better is, you know, the quote-unquote well-run leagues and quote-unquote big spenders in like the Dodgers and the Sox and the Astros. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've been relatively quiet as well. Um,
1: The the, yeah, the
0: only the only silver lining, yeah. The old, yeah, I know the Mets. The Mets are the spending Mets like a drunk stupid. sailor right now.
1: Stephen Matz, Stephen Mats really pissed off. Stephen <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matz and his so agent really pissed off Steve Cohen enough to really just spend his spend his money like that. Which which he flexed his muscles, I'll tell you that. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I I was pretty disappointed after seeing the Marte deal. I went to the Knicks game the past weekend, and I was at a bar after later, and I saw the news, and I just. I just said to my god damn it like I, I was I wanted him and then you know after that whole weekend then the the Max Scherzer deal kind of started to rumble and then they ended up signing him I believe it was on Monday. Monday morning, and then, um, you know, they got Kana and Eduardo Escobar, which I think it's an older team, but I think that they did make some good moves with a lot of oh, good yeah. MLB players. Um, but my feeling is now with the Yankees, like, I completely understand both sides of the spectrum when it comes to Yankee fandom right now of saying, okay, relax, we'll be good. It, there's still plenty of time after because there's still guys available. But then mm. I also get the other side of the spectrum where it's like, well, we were told that there's going to be drastic changes. As of now, we're seeing a lot of Aaron Hicks highlights and a lot of, what is it, Dominican League highlights? Or I don't know where he's yeah. playing. We're we, see the, ball. we see the Gary Sanchez tender, which is understandable because you're not going to let him go for nothing. We see Luke Voigt back. We see They see everybody coming back. And the biggest news that we get is – uh, we sign uh, Isaac kiner Falefa, and and Gittins is gone to the Japan League, and the, the, I understand both sides as of now. Like, I still am. I told you, I still find it really hard to believe that Carlos Correa truly wants to come here. But like, am I open to him? Yes, I'm not going to say that I don't want him here. But on both sides, because it just doesn't really make. Because we we know that this team ha- and this franchise has a history of lying to us, and they're saying yeah. we're going to address everything. So I just don't see how Hal and Cat Ka- or Hal is going to look at Cashman and be like, "Go ahead and spend another three hundred mil." Like it's over three hundred forty-one mil because that's you know yeah that's he the, wants
0: to be he wants to beat Lindor's deal
1: yeah that's the Lindor um the Lindor spectrum right there so. I just find it really hard to believe, and I told you that Correa could look after everything that he went through and say, I'm willing to join these guys because there are teams out there. And and two, with the the amount of months, I think it came out, uh, there was rumors about what the teams are on his list or who is seriously interested. I think it's uh, us, Boston, which makes no sense because I don't know why they would get rid of Xander Bogarts. I think it was like Seattle- um,
0: Atlanta was in the Atlanta, mix too, But they have Ozzy.
1: They have Ozzy. Well, Ozzy plays second.
0: Swan- yeah, they have Ozzie, but and they have Dansby Swanson.
1: So maybe there. But, like, and two, there's also a two-month two stretch where you can see other kind of lower echelon teams as compared to the Yankees, maybe, like, that have sucked in the past, such as the Rangers that go, shit, maybe we just get in on this Dude, and pay some guy.
0: The, I don't know what the Rangers are doing. So
1: <laughs> moral of the story with how I feel. Uh, do I see Story as a possibility more so than Correa? Yeah, I do because of the money. Yeah. Um, obviously, Correa is a better player, but I just like if you look at the amount of free agents that we got. So if you say, okay, we're gonna go ahead and get Correa, right? All right, um, and then you look at kind of the rest of the guy Like if if we're just getting Correa and then re-signing Rizzo, like bad, that's cool, bad, horrible. but like like it it's bad. And then that's you what look we at t- the, yeah, that's what we so, talked about. So so barring barring. Um, Trades because obviously we'll get to that, but I'm just talking about the free agent market as of now. Because uh-huh. obviously we will we will be super excited if they do a Matt Olson deal or pray about a maybe a Jose Ramirez deal. But I don't know. It looks like they may run it back with Geo after after giving him the six-and-a-half mil or whatever it was. But if we look at the available free agents that are unsigned, we got Correa as the top guy. Then you got Chris Bryant. Are the Yankees really going to go for Chris Bryant? I don't see that. Not really, unless they're going to make him play center field, but that's probably not likely. Freddie Freeman would be dope, and if that six-year $180 is true, I'd be like, dude. Should have been in a penthouse in New York last night. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I'm like, pay that, man. Uh, story obviously Castellanos. I mean, we don't. need I, He's like
0: one of my favorite players. Oh, you I would, know, would we love Castellanos. We don't need. We don't need corner outfielder. If
1: we didn't have Gallo, then you know you could make that argument. Clayton. And then the other thing, Tyler, is what do, do we need? That are they going to be thinking along the lines of we need a second? second bona fide guy or are we gonna step up and allow Seve to play that role or are they thinking like Severino's gonna play that role or are they gonna want out go out and get a pitcher a guy like Clayton Kershaw who I think is gonna go back to Los Angeles but you get you catch my drift the other guys Kenley Jansen I mean are we gonna overpay for him and like pay for more bullpen arms I don't really want to do that I like like Kenley Jansen has been good but been off that road do- Dodgers Dodger fans They'll show you on Twitter And they've, they're have they equally as frustrated And then obviously Rizzo Michael Conforto Are we going to have him Play center field I don't want to deal with him And Boris um, uh, Schwarber Now not likely Nelson Cruz Carlos Rondon Would be sick I'd like Carlos Rodon If yeah, they could Rodon do something there awesome. But I don't know where he may end up uh, Zach Grinke 38 eh. Colin McHugh eh. Dan Duffy Maybe I can yeah. see it Okay Kyle God, Seager, dude, if, if, you if gonna have if our him.
0: Our off season is Duffy and Correa, or Duffy <laughs> and Story. Oh God! Yeah, yeah Rob, keep selling me, keep sending me those emails, Yankees Stadium, yeah. to buy your season ticket package.
1: And shows. then to end it off here, are we going to have Jorge Soler, Eddie Rosario after his their big postseason? We don't need more outfield help unless you're mm-hmm. getting one of them for starting center fielder. But not most; of e- either of them are you know corner outfielders. Alex Wood maybe get a pitcher. Yeah. Um, you see Kikuchi, the guy from Seattle. I'm sorry if I botched his name the terribly. Yeah, so the guy it, from right? Seattle, yeah, yeah. he's 30. Maybe that's, a good, maybe that's a good move there. Tommy Pham, 33. i do not really interested in that. If they want to get a bullpen arm with Joe Kelly, hopefully don't overpay. Are you going to try and see Jock – and to end it off, are you going to get Jock Peterson to play center field? Probably not. So, no. like, yeah. where we are here – sorry to list off all those names, but, like, where we are here in terms of the free agent market is, like, it's Correa, Story, Freeman, and – Um, like maybe a pitcher in there and then Rizzo if you have to end up not getting the other two uh, first basemen so do I understand do I understand I and I completely understand both sides of you know like are we really gonna do anything like what the hell is going on and then also like chill out there's still guys on there and we could still make trades but like once you're getting up to that time and in uh in pitchers and catchers and stuff, dude. It's like you know you're you're kind of up against the yeah, up against I mean, the ba- back up against the wall. And plus two, I mean, I sh- MLB Network. I post I posted on our Twitter of like the the amount of time that it take. I don't think it'll take that long, but you don't know with these lockouts of when it'll get sides, back. And
0: these sides hate each other, and neither side is smart. <laughs> so I don't. Dude. Things could it could you know. I mean, there is a world where this lockout doesn't end until February fifteenth, you know, second week of February, and all of a sudden, spring training starts in two weeks, and yeah. you're like, and you're like, we still have the same team. As that's last the thing, year. and that that's that's where I get that, that Yankee fans can be like extremely frustrated mm-hmm. because instead of even taking some sort of step forward um, in this off season so far. We've done nothing, which just kind of feels like a step back. You know, Cashman went to the media and said, Hey, shortstop is a position of need. Uh, center field is a position of need. We will evaluate the catching market. Um, first base is a position of need. And, you know, I get that the trade market probably wasn't as hot as it will be. Um, I didn't even mention Andrelton Simmons. Yeah, man. Andrew Andrelton Simmons. <laughs> I think Nikki Lopez is a free agent too. Like, who knows if they go up that way? I mean, like, they may just. I mean, suck. in
1: terms of that, they may as well just throw out Kyner Falefa and give him a better, uh, a bigger role. Because, like, if you get Simmons, it's like, what? Like, whatever, dude. Like,
0: yeah. Well, they I'd, still have to trade for Falefa if they go that route. Um, but it's it's weird, dude. I mean, you know, you really have. No idea, and I want to give Cash the benefit of the doubt. I said on this pod, Rob. I said, "Hey, I mean, I a, I'm cash. a yeah, I'm a Cashman defender, uh, but it can change very, you know, drastically depending on this off season. Um, if he sits back and does nothing, you know, I don't know. Let's throw him into the harbor or something. <laughs> That's jokes, but um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's." It, there's a small alarm that can be sounding right now I guess I, I don't know how to put it but keep them on high alert for now yeah it's you know there's there's reason to be jealous there's reason to be frustrated especially but, when
1: the 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 little guy in your backyard is making bigger moves than you and
0: you're just yeah saying, exactly yeah. like yeah. monster moves and then Big you know moves, yeah. teams like Texas you know spend half a million dollars on their infield like I had no clue they were gonna go and try and get two of those middle infield guys
1: yeah that was that was pretty I don't pretty, understand pretty that because
0: they got a lot of stuff to figure and out also imagine why if they Joey still Gallo yeah why imagine why if they had Gallo it makes right no now. sense they but, would um, be
1: especially in that west if like Correa ends up going like they could not a favorite but like okay they could be primed to to win yeah. something yeah because then you got you know Oakland or
0: whatever but um, I was yeah. also, you know, if and if the the Yankees, the only real rumor that we've had over the last 10 days was Justin Verlander. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they were rumored to be in. They made an offer, like, what, what was it, like, one year, 25 mil, and then he ended up getting yeah. two for 50 from Houston, which actually has not even been announced, so it was never became official. <laughs> but, you know, he pro, he's going to Houston, you know, 2,000 times out of, a, you know, 2,000 times. But... I mean, I was kind of, I was kind of blown away that they weren't in the mix for Gosman or Ray. And I, I think we both came on this pod and we're kind of like, hey, I, we don't like starting pitching is not the concern. But then you know you hear they're rumored in Verlander, and you're like, eh, okay, maybe that could work for a couple years. You know, let's not break the break the bank like we did with Cole. But you know, Cy Young winner Robbie Ray, um, 115 mil for five. Kevin Gosman, 110 mil for five. Um. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Those are things I would have liked to be in the mix-in. Toronto's
1: know. staff looks a lot better, even though they lost their guy in Simeon, which is a 40-home run, 100-RBI guy. But, like, at the end of the day, they still have a lot of dudes that could produce on offensive end. But, like, the pitching yeah. is, you know, they got a roto of, of um, you know, They lost to Cy Young,
0: added someone similar, and lost Simeon.
1: Yeah. And they got Ryu, Manoa, Gaussman, and um, what's the other one I'm forgetting? um they the have
0: Mano- they have Manoa uh Barrios Barrios that's what yep. it was so
1: i yeah Maybe i could, mean dude. We're,
0: the, our division is the toughest division in baseball more more likely than not um, yeah
1: so red Sox made some moves that are um the Renfro that we were just discussing before we got on didn't really make a lot of sense they signed Paxton Rich Hill um and they you know the Renfro for and then they get JBJ back it just yeah. and, and Corey some more pieces
0: to the rays so know you know I, he'll the, have like six unreal starts against us. Next so year.
1: the division's not getting drastically different, but it's not getting drastically uh, like worse in my opinion. So yeah. And it was
0: apparent um, that we needed to get better moving forward because we weren't you know close to the top of the division last year. Yeah. Um, and we, ha- we just haven't, you know We haven't. The only news this team has made is Chris Gittens will now be a resident of Japan. Probably. You know, he can make some decent money playing over there. Pro- probably more than playing in the minors. Um, mm-hmm. And the Yankees signed Joey Rodriguez back. And that happened, what, th- three weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Um, it's literally the only thing. And it's kind of. It, I don't know, dude. It's crazy. Like, the Chris Taylor really bothered me. Four yeah, for 60. Four, that's. Like, that, that, that's I, nothing.
1: It isn't. And, I mean. It it's, it just is what it is, man. I we gotta see what they do towards the end, but yeah,
0: they better have some. Cashman better really be relying on this trade market. He, I don't know, dude. I don't want a prospect hug. I'm all for, um, you know, Volp and Peraza being cool, giving them a chance when it's their time. I just, it's not time to put all of our ducks in our all of our ducks, all of our eggs in a basket right now. With yeah. one of those two, this dude Clint Frazier, top prospect two years ago, is a, a Chicago Cub now. A Chicago
1: Cup. yeah. Well, I I would say too, like the reason that you do want to go after a shortstop, and and points that could be made towards this is, you know, uh, you know, if you trade, I, I like, I would pretty much want to trade one of Volpe or Praza, likely yeah. probably Praza. but, like along with, like, the prospect hugging thing, if we, like, you want to eventually play those guys, and we know that the Yankees, like, I've discussed on this pod about my issue with them not wanting to bring up guys at certain times and just holding on to them and holding on to them until their value. Obviously, you can just look at Miguel Andujar and Clint Frazier and and what happened there, but, like, they are, we have to remember that they are still with this team, with, like, Stanton's not getting any younger. Judge is about to sign a contract extension, hopefully. like. We're still like you gotta like look and like look at what is going on with this team and look at the timeline and say like you can't just be saying to yourself like oh like we could just keep going through this wait till Jason Dominguez comes up and then we got a whole new like you don't there are no givens here man yeah there aren't like you got to figure out what the hell the plan is do you want to like like if if the case is like you guys are into the prospects and you want to wait till another two three years down the line like hell man start selling off these other dudes like tell us tell the fan base like it's so annoying like it's a lot of mixed messages here
0: yeah like, or maximize other positions of need like we yes. went over this you know it's it's okay if you don't get a shortstop but you have to improve at center field and first base at yes the bare minimum yes exactly and 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 we know
1: we obvi- like obviously I, I say that oh the Yankees are in win now mode that's just – like they're in win now win now mode especially with Cashman in the final year of his contract this is a big offseason and technically you know did it get off to a good start for him no it really didn't but he it's not dead at all like it's yeah. not like he could do something big time but it's just the window or like it's waning a little bit of like the confidence level here. With fans, absolutely. As it should, like, dude, I couldn't even like the amount of memes and the amount of just photos of him sleeping in the sleeping bag outside of the (laughs) (laughs) thing for his when he does his homeless awareness stuff. It was just overwhelming, and and he was like, or I don't know if he was, or maybe they just didn't see anything they wanted, but it seemed as though they were sleeping through the first portion of it, and you know, I think the one the big ones to kind of hit on. Of opportunities possibly missed was in our minds is the Marte deal, uh, the Chris Taylor deal, like that. Just kind of when you look at the figures, as we said. And then, um, if you want to say Seager, if that was your guy, but there are still other shortstops on the market. Even too, when I looked at the Simeon deal, I'm like, damn, like, could we even give Simeon a look like that? Like, yeah, but
0: he's probably. I think, I think he's probably gonna play second base just because of how well he produced this year there. Well, and even
1: even there, you could say, well, you know, you got Glaber
0: for your. Future, the, it all but. it all kind of boils down to whatever the hell you're gonna do with a shortstop. Because like if you if you don't sign a shortstop, then you are telling us that one of these two in Praza is gonna be a stud for the next decade. Yeah, which, and that, which that's more likely than not of, is not gonna happen. Like it's that's it's, a, tu- it's that's a lot tough. of pressure on them. Yeah, and it's very tough for players to, you know, prospects can have they can have a good career and do X, Y, Z, be in the league for a while, but it's very tough for them to reach, you know, their ceiling. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man. It, it's it's weird because if you're putting your your eggs in a basket there, then, then you're saying, like I said, that one of those guys is going to be a stud for a decade. Um, but if you sign a shortstop, and even if you hold on to one of those guys and, you know, trade one of them for – a first baseman in Olsen or, or whatever the case may be, then you still have question marks at second base and at third base, which either of those guys can flawlessly transition to, especially the level of, you know, defensive reports Peraza's already on. Um, he should have no problem moving anywhere in the infield. Same with Volpe. Rumors is he won't even be a shortstop. Um, so, so that's ways the, you can go. I there's that,
1: There are a lot of ways that you can go and it's just Like we said, like the trouble is, is if you, they're, the thing that you may, I kind of think that they're, they're thinking maybe along these lines is, and, and it's something that James Smythe said to us a while ago when we were talking about Gleyber Torres is that like water finds its level. They may just think, and this is a possibility, they may just think like that was a fluke season and that was a fluke half season and they're like, these guys are going to find their level and when it comes to Glaber, I get because he's just so talented so he 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 I understand of saying mm-hmm. that but Hicks, Geo, Gary and um, Voight. and Voigt is very a very hard sell.
0: Even Gallo to, to some people, dude.
1: Yeah, it's very hard to sell the fan base. Like I get Glaber because of those two seasons, but then even two, we heard. I mean, dude, we heard the story about the baseballs. They were they're maneuvering baseballs yes. in and out. And so then,
0: clear as day. Now that you think about it,
1: too. Yeah, exactly. Um, and like DJ is along the lines of he could find his level because he's been so good for the past years. Um and this could that's the that's probably the most believable one in my opinion actually mm-hmm. out, um to say that he'll have a Especially bounce back year h- him
0: here. being hurt all year last year yeah too. yeah
1: so like that that's on the table too man like that it that is. Cashman it, it, is like Cashman is like all right uh we're gonna sign a shortstop but like these guys are gonna find their level um or we'll make you know like a Rizzo deal and then you know we're gonna call up Volpe but like. Or call up Volp, but like, are they really like? Is are they? Go- when are they going to call him up? When are yeah, we going to no, get to be able to see Vo- him? That's Vo- the Vo- issue. Has,
0: yeah, Volp hasn't even played in Double A yet, so Volp is a definite no for next year. I think there's like a small possibility if like or we Andrew really don't there, get it. Yeah, if we really don't get a shortstop and there's a position where. Carraza could potentially come up in the second half of the year and beat out a guy like Simmons if that's the route they go and they sign a stopgap shortstop. But I don't know. It's it's not easy. I mean, no. it feels – it. well, it's easy for us to map it out, but it's not easy for this the Yankees to execute, apparently. I mean, as of they, right now. They really may –
1: who knows, man? I don't Maybe Cashman th- just goes down with the ship of what he's what
0: he's put out there yeah. for this it's, year. I mean, I really want to think in my head, like, hey, they cannot be dumb enough to run it back. It'll be three years in a row we're running it back. Rob. We've gotten progressively worse over those three years. We've gotten progressively like more injury-prone. Um, Hicks can't stay on the field. Voight can't stay on the field. Yeah, when they're on the field, they produce. But, dude, fr- reliability is a thing.
1: Yeah. Like well, we, we even remind rem, like Hicks when he was playing this past year, I mean, like 2018 Hicks was sick. I I, I was on 20, twenty or 2018 Hicks. Like he was dope. He was yeah. hitting the home runs, but we saw even too like his arm could be could fall off at any moment too. Yeah, with he's the, not a lockdown center
0: fielder anymore either.
1: Like he could he has range. Don't get me wrong. He can cover yeah. a lot of ground, and um. But then, like we said, like he's very fragile. And then that, like, is he gonna get hurt the next time he just like takes his step? And then the arm, which has been killer, like he was setting records with his exit ve- or not the exit field, ve- the um the velocity on it. Yeah. Like, is that arm gonna be the same thing? And you don't know that. And then obviously it comes with the sometimes when it when it's like just mind boggling when he's at the plate at, at the plate. So. That, it, it that's why we need to have or I would have liked them to make a serious center field move or in the after these few months to then make a center field move. And then the well yeah, the shortstop is a whole thing. And then the thing with Gary is I understand why they brought him back and and the the catcher market out there. But honestly, now thinking about it, dude, to be honest, like is it going to bother me that he's back catching and then we have Hicks in center field and who knows what it's at shortstop? Yeah, it is, but I yeah. mean the the rest of the, if if you told me the rest of the team got progressively better and they did it they did the center field deal, they got a first baseman already and then you tell me that they brought back Gary, I'd be like, "Why?" But now it's like, "Well, okay, whatever. They brought him back." Cause, cause I was looking for offensive production at other spots, and then you bring in a defensive catcher, so you don't have to worry about the other BS. But yeah. now it's like, okay, because it seems like they're doing the same thing or the same. They want to run out the same crew, and they want to be correct. Which we'll see. We'll see how it works out for them this just year.
0: That it's that's like trying to hit the lottery. You know, yeah. I mean, that's a straight gamble. You're just assuming. You're hoping every, all of them hit on red, or yeah. Like, you you're know. you're just assuming all of them are going to. You know, pan out, re- recreate themselves to what they were at one point in time, which is just – that's just not how sports really work, Rob. I mean, yeah. you, you don't – If you, it's like a
1: few players here and there, but there are so many it's outliers. Half th- it's half
0: the team, yeah.
1: Outside of Judge, Stanton, and Cole, and then maybe Jonathan lewisaga And we didn't even get into the bullpen. I mean, yeah. like, it's – like, there are so many outliers that could sway – one way or the other, it's it's literally like last season. It's like yeah, how it's, it's like it's, how it's, it's they went sad. from series to series. <laughs> it really is. It really is sad because, like, if you go back in 2019, where guys were missing time, and then it was a lot of uh, next it was a up. lot of next man up stuff like that really helped and that like in in ways kind of bailed out some of the situations of injury, which is understandable and was dope, and we still won 100 games. But like, you you can't keep Thinking that you know, it, like I like I said, if it's one player and you're thinking, okay, Glaber, like we're hoping you find it, but like, it was a lot of different pieces, and and you saw it, even as some of the the guys got shipped off, like Clint Frazier, now yeah. it, is it the he was one of those guys that was, that was our starting and, le-
0: that was our starting left fielder yeah. last year, Rob. So opening day starting left fielder, expecting him to hit 25 bombs, hit so 260, crazy. It's um. It's yeah, like
1: you said, it's sad. It really is just kind of sad. Um, with, I hope that they are making considerable changes, but it's on the table that they are thinking that they could do it again. And they think that once again, which they've sometimes had the thought of thinking that the fan they're smarter than the fan base, which in a lot of times they are. Yeah. But it was just kind of blatantly obvious last year that uh, those same guys that you picked up for bargains from St. Louis and a Luke Voigt, or this, like getting Gio Rochella from Cleveland, that those same guys may not be getting that same production that they had their career years in and you're kind of banking on them continuing to do that where they hadn't had like a all-star level of resume yeah. like a dj or like a judge or
0: well, one can argue that those you know void and maybe more so geo and not void because when voids on the field his his numbers are usually good um you know one can argue it's more likely that those seasons were just flukes than than them ever doing it again you
1: know all right,
0: we lost a little
1: bit of connection in the Zoom room. We're back. Um, that was weird. But what we were talking about was career years and guys like uh, Geo and and Voight and how that was kind of happening. But, um, yeah, in terms of other news that will be happening in the next, um, next weeks, I mean, it's kind of like labor pod season, C- right, Tyler? C- CBA,
0: dude. It's not going to be – a fun time, and there's gonna be reports out there, dude. Like I was, I was on ESPN today, and I just see Stephen A. You know, the lady on uh, first take. What's um, what's the host name? I can't. I'm drawing a blank. Molly Caram. Th- yeah, she, she, Molly goes Stephen A. Just tell me how bad it is for baseball that there's a lockout right now, and Stephen a, Stephen A. Just goes, oh Molly, it is so so bad. You don't even want to know. <laughs> like well, there will be scary reports out there, but. but- he- <laughs> We'll probably get baseball. No, I think we'll get
1: baseball. But here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. With like, I just want to go on a little first take tangent. Like, go for it. He and that whole like that network when they they will. Oh, I've I said this to one of my other friends. The only like that whole network like don't call yourselves the worldwide of sports or like you know the the sports epicenter because they talk about the same thing every day it's base or it's it's not baseball it's basketball what's happening with LeBron what's happening with Aaron Rodgers what's happening in the NBA like they talk about the same topics they talk about goat conversations every day I cannot stand it and they will never and especially shows like that which have such a national audience and that catch so many eyes and so many ears is like, they never highlight the good things in baseball. And they'll just be like, oh, look, another scandal. Let's talk about another scandal. Like, yeah. it's it's just so stupid. And it aggravates me that, like, you know, Otani wins the MVP and they'll give Otani some shine. But then they, like, and they won't talk about anything. that. And I understand that that basketball and football sells better. But there are certain stories in baseball that I think you could – truly sell to people and it's
0: just i don't know like the most after it's like after the world series they're still talking about lebron
1: it took them it took (laughs) them
0: like a total of like 25
1: posts or like instagram posts until they eventually posted about jorge soler's uh grand um home run and it's It's absurd (laughs) it's so stupid like uh, that's why whenever they talk about baseball in any sense
0: I just – just, I'm like,
1: well, you guys barely ever talk about it. The only time that you do talk about it is when you can use them as a punching bag because you want to act like they're just completely messed up, which, yes, Rob Manfred and the way that they operate business is very bad at times. Very bad. More times than not, it seems like. But there are good things to take away. And, listen, dude, the game still makes a ton of money. However – like, look at the contracts that people are signing – like I, I'm sorry, yeah. it's hard it's, it's hard absurd. for me to believe. It's hard for me when people are like no one watches baseball. Well, why are why is Corey Seeger getting three hundred million dollars? You're getting paid
0: more in the MLB than any other league.
1: Why is the why is the average AAV, why is that with Max Scherzer record breaking forty million dollars a year? And I understand that there's, you know, football, less time and like but like the contracts are still massive. People still go to the games, people are still paying. The viewership, I remember seeing, like, a viewership comparison. Obviously, the NBA Finals was higher, but, like, the MLB, you know, the World Series wasn't, like, crazy bad viewing. I I don't know. I thought it was, I think that it's a lot of times it's overblown at times. And I know baseball has a struggle with younger audiences, and I get it. But sometimes it just, I think they use them as a punching bag far too often when they really kind of just need to shut up. Yeah, but no, exactly. that's just me, my little tangent of the day, other, than, can, other than the Yankees.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot that comes out, and I just want to put this out there. I mean, I don't, I'm probably, yeah, I'm on the player side just because I I hate the owners, and I hate <laughs> Rob Manfred, but, you know, both of them have their flaws. However, the the ownership is locking out the players. Uh, this does not, like, have to be done. Mm-hmm. They're choosing to do it because, you know, they're um, what do they call it? Like, labor peace – like, their peace agreement over the last 29 years or however long it's been um, is now up. So the the ownership – is locking out the players for those that you know may, may not understand too well they're locking out the players so it doesn't dwindle on into the season and then lead to a potential strike like we've seen and i believe it was 94 correct me if i'm wrong yeah 94. but um yeah so that's kind of that's kind of how it works and then to to sum it up quickly some of the mlbpa um requests uh, they want to la- raise the luxury tax. Obviously, to I think I think they said like two hundred thirty, two hundred forty million. My guess was two hundred fifty, so I was a little below that. Um, and they also want a salary floor, which is a very fair argument, Rob. I mean, Max Scherzer is making more money. He'll make more money in one year than multiple teams will in their entire payroll next year. Which is yeah, crazy. I
1: I think that there there should be a Players should fight for that, and I think that. You know, and then service like time
0: too.
1: Service a lot time. of stuff going down. A lot of stuff going down in the next two months. Hopefully they can figure it out, but it's gonna be dirty. If it if it's anything like the, if it's anything like the uh, the way that it was happening right when COVID
0: happened and right before that, it, yeah, it could definitely get pretty uh, pretty nasty. Oh, dude, like just thinking about the COVID. Negotiations are honestly pissed me off. I, I remember, dude, because at the time I was driving DoorDash and doing stuff like that because it was like prime COVID. Sports had not been back yet, and, dude, we're, we're itching. Like, like, we need something, bro. Uh, this may – this was obviously – was this before we start. This is before we started the pod, too. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm listening, like, on the radio on WFAN, like, you know, driving DoorDash, Uber Eats, whatever I was doing. And MLB had a real chance, dude, to – Highlight their sport in their league, not for just 60 games. They could have easily played 100 games. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ownership didn't want to do that. They didn't want to lose more money. So they didn't. So it's clear that, you know, there is a situation here where ownership just doesn't really care as about maximizing the game to an extent. At least that's the – the message I get at times, like if you're not willing to take, you know, a little bit of a not make as much money in the end to kind of really maximize your growth in the in the long term, like that's alarming to me, dude. You're you're that stubborn, you know. You're we're only gonna play a third of a season because eh, we don't really care about um, growing, tapping into a younger audience, like you mentioned. Um, they
1: did have it because there was no sports being played they had a perfect opportunity and i think they squandered it a little bit
0: yeah they they had the one um you know when the when the the yankees and the nationals played that was like the first um you know live sporting event we've had in like forever at the time so they had their little quick moment but i'm saying they could have taken that potential and really you know optimized it which they failed to do um so, I don't know, dude. It could get ugly. You know, I, I guarantee you there will be scary reports out there on Twitter where some, some jackass is just like, we're not going to have baseball until 2023, and here's why. And there's going to be a link to The Athletic or something. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: hopefully not. Hopefully, hopefully not.
0: not, dude. Yeah, we can't do that for that long. We're going to talk about yeah. the CBA for 18 months.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would not be fun. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, We'll see what the Yankees end up doing in two months, but that means that we have more time to pod. Uh, We have some guests coming up soon over the next course of the months. So we'll uh, keep an eye out for those episodes when they do drop. Um, So we'll have guys in uh, the Yankee space to be able to come on and chat with and Yes, and you know that may probably have a higher pay grade when it comes to talking about the Yankees than us, and, yep. and a little bit more insightful than us. And you guys get to hear that conversation. But as always, thank you for listening. Be sure to uh, subscribe to the pod on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. Uh, give us a rate and review on that Apple uh, podcast, and then go follow us on our social medias at Four Train Savages on. Instagram, as well as at four savages on, uh, Twitter. Uh, so you can go check out our content there and continue to try and grow throughout this off season, uh, with you guys. Cause there's going to be a lot of, uh, Rob Manfred memes and a lot of Rob Manfred yeah. and MLB, uh, PA and MLB stuff, uh, getting tweeted out and, and rumor, like you said, a lot of, maybe, maybe we're the jackasses tweeting about, yeah, probably on that one. Um, As always, though, like we said, uh, be sure to subscribe, leave us a rate and review, follow us on our socials. That's it for episode number 74. We will catch you guys next time.